listeners. Hey! Hey, girl, how you doing? <laughs> hey, girl, hey! Hey! Welcome to Rhapsody and Reverie, episode two of season two. We're two for two, guys. Get it? Is two? No. Alright. No. I'm a failure. <laughs> Let us commence <laughs> okay. the episode. All right. All right. By reminding everybody what our hint was. Oh, you think I have a list? Do you think I keep track of that? No. I don't Fam- remember what the hint was. I remember <laughs> what the hint was. <laughs> I'm kidding. Um. So, our hint last week was that um, this artist has been featured in two Broadway roles recently, uh, and I tried slipping in a, a, a phone bill pun uh, for calling. It really fell flat, I was told later, by um, people who guessed the hint correctly, um, because I, 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 the way I phrased it, I guess, uh, it could have been a completely different musician. However, the answer to this week's hint was none other than Carly Rae Jepsen. Yay! And special thanks uh, to Sebastian coming for his crown. He's reclaimed his title! Back at it for season two. Yes! I'm so so glad. (laughs) All all hail the king. Uh, (laughs) Long also, live the king. <laughs> it sounds like you want to kill him. Yeah. What? I'm sorry. I would also like. <laughs> I'm not gonna throw you off a cliff. No. I promise. Oh, now that you've Too said soon. it. <laughs> Too soon. Remember who you are. Anyway. <laughs> I would also like to do a special shout out to uh, my sister. Helena, who also guessed correctly, so good job. Good for you, kiddo. Um, so two people guessed correctly this time. So, yes, today, listeners, we are talking about the lovely Carly Rae Jepsen, mm-hmm. who has she's a pop raced- icon. Yes. She has reached she has reached a special status in the pop lexicon. She graced us with Call Me Maybe several years ago. Mm. And a lot of people wrote her off as just a one hit wonder with a infectiously and slightly annoying pop song. Oh. But 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 she came back. Woo! As one does. As one does. With an album. Mm-hmm. That wormed its way into the hearts of many. But we don't care about them. It just wormed its way into our hearts. Because that's why yeah. we wanted to talk about it. Ha-ha! <laughs> <laughs> yeah, seriously, in all honesty, we wanted to talk about this wonderful artist Carly Rae Jepsen because uh, her album Emotion was super dope. It was so good. And the B-sides? Oh! I love them. Yeah. I really do. Uh, So, I mean, I guess we can start briefly by just, like, shouting out how we discovered her, but I think the answer is Call Me Maybe. I, yeah, I think for everybody it was Call Me Maybe. And I would like to take this point, to take this moment, to uh, apologize to uh, Miss Jepsen. Because in 2012, I was an edgy 18-year-old who thought I was too good for pop music. <laughs> who thought I was too good and that I was above infectious, happy earworms that were just wholesome in nature. And I wrote it off, but you know what? That was just me trying to uphold my not cool kid image. Um, 
where I, you know, I, I really did enjoy that song from the start, and I had to pretend for a long time that I hated it. <laughs> yeah, I tried really hard not to like that song as much as I did, but I I bumped it's, the shit out of that it's song. It's <laughs> good! It's a good song! And you know what, 2012 me, get over yourself, pop music is fine. Mm-hmm. <laughs> but no, it, it really, it, it's a fun bop. I'm sure most of you, unless you were Canadian, um, discovered her with Call Me Maybe because she did have a whole other album that made Canadian charts before that. But we're mm-hmm. not Canadian. So that didn't happen for us. Yeah, I just heard Call Me Maybe mm-hmm. and um that was that was the start for me and much like you, I also there was a part of me that was like, I'm 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 above this pop music. Mm-hmm. This was like, because this was around like senior year of high school for us, right? Yeah. Yep. So, yeah, I was I was trying to get myself well established as a like indie music snob. I was going into college and I was talking to all these cool people and sharing yeah. new music and. I, I didn't have time for pop music, but um, I'm human, and so mm. that song definitely got into my into my body, made me want to move. Yep. And I I'm a pop music kid at heart. At the end of the day, I will also say so that song came out, um, and. She was kind of worming her way into my brain because it was such an infectious song. But then I heard Good Time, the song I... she did yeah, with yeah. Owl City. Yep. A bop. A bop. Again, I was trying to pretend it wasn't, but I think that's such when that's when I heard I heard it and I knew, like, oh, yeah, she's not going away. Because. Yeah. Yeah, you know what I mean? Like, I heard it and I was like, okay, she's not a one-hit wonder. Like, she will be around for a while. You know what makes me angry, though? Is that Rolling Stone was like, this is mediocre. And I was like, you know what? I mean, like, from... I mean, I I get it. (laughs) Like, yeah. Fight me. (laughs) (laughs) Well, at the end of the day, it's just a fun feel good pop song and it's that's called fine. good t- it's called it's, good time that's what it yeah it did what it was supposed to do it's just a song about a good time yeah and sometimes you need that um i was kind of surprised um listening to some of her older stuff like mm-hmm. going back and listening to it um cuz in some ways it reminds me of like when i was a teenager and I would write in my journal and I'd write like poetry. That's the way her older songwriting kind of feels to me. Ooh, like it almost feels like poetry turned into music and I appreciate that. Well she she does source um that, that folk music and mm-hmm. um artists like Leonard Cohen and Bruce Springsteen, um James Taylor I mean, she covered um, a John Denver song in her first album. So that that doesn't surprise me because a lot of that genre of music is really poetry based. Mm-hmm. I feel like like Leonard Cohen is basically just singing poetry the entire time he sings. Yeah. He's just put music to his poems. Um, that's really interesting. I have to go back and listen to it now. Yeah, especially her first album. It, it, I definitely, I can hear the folk in her first album now that you say yeah. it like it that's definitely what it is um and so it was a pleasant surprise and just a good reminder that yes Carly Rae Jepsen is very talented at yeah writing a song like in terms of um putting together words and turns of phrase that are poetic and carry weight and like I appreciate that it's subtle and it's it's not it's not maybe mm-hmm. in a style that 
a lot of people regard highly. But hmm. in terms of as a like pop songwriter, I think mm-hmm. she's I think she's great and she's only gotten better, which I think segues us very nicely into her most recent album, Emotion, yes. which is like, yo, when I heard this album, mm-hmm. I was so hype. Yep. Well, yeah. because like, I, I decided to give it a shot because mm-hmm. I was just like, let me just see. I had heard rumbling, said it was good, so I was like, all right. Well, I mean, she just did that one Tell Me Maybe song, and then I had heard I Really Like You. Okay. And so I was like, all right, I don't know if it's really going to be all that great, but I did kind of like I Really Like You. You really so liked then, it? <laughs> I really, 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 really liked it. Um, <laughs> but, no, so I heard it, and then I listened to it, and it starts with uh, Run Away With Me. Mm-hmm. And when that um, saxophone kicked in, I was like, oh my god, this is gonna be a good album. Yeah, I was kind of blown away. Like, she hits you really hard in the face with that first that first song. Yeah, the, the sax. It, it just, like, yep. flares in right at it's the like, start. And you're like, It's like, are oh. you awake? Are you expecting some teeny bopper album? Wake up! <laughs> yeah, no. And she ends up putting out this album with a really great style. Because it's it's like she really hit her stride with this album. She, mm. she finds this cool balance of um, modern and contemporary um, sounds mixed with a very strong 80s sensibility um, and kind of a dark undertone um, aesthetically throughout um her visuals, her music video, like, there's something so well thought out about her entire emotion album cycle. Yeah. Like, she it's, really reinvented herself. She really did. And I like that she has, like, there's a, there's been a trend in, in a lot of artists nowadays, I've noticed that they've drawn on a lot of, um, a lot of themes, a lot of a lot of the sounds of the eighties. Mm-hmm. I can see an eighties influence here, but what I like about it is that it was a more subtle influence, as opposed to I don't know. I'm trying to think of of a. I I like it when bands are obviously influenced by the eighties. Like I love the use of synth. I love the fact that it's coming back. I love mm-hmm. the borderline nihilism that's come back. Like it's like it's fun. However. This was this was done very subtly, like like she owned it instead mm-hmm. of letting say the eighties own her. I appreciated yeah. that. Yeah, she was able to integrate it into what makes her her what makes her a songwriter, what makes her a unique individual, yeah. and she created um this image and this brand in a way that felt authentic to her. Mm-hmm. And especially at a time when it felt fresh. Because I feel like if this album came out today, it would, not that it wouldn't do well, but it would definitely kind of, like you said, sort of fall in the vein of a lot of what else is going on in terms of people sort of going back to the 80s. And um, well, She's a trendsetter. Yeah, she, she was ahead of the curve with this one. Yeah. This was what twenty fifteen. Yeah, yep. so like she was a bit ahead of the curve with this album, and I think it sort of shaped a lot um, of maybe not maybe not single handedly shaped anything, but it definitely um, was a good starting point of this turn back towards the the eighties 
mm-hmm. this particular manner. Because, I mean, people have been borrowing from the 80s for years. But, um, yeah. But she does it in, in, a, in a way that I think is unique in that usually when people want to draw in the 80s, they do so with gusto. Mm-hmm. Right? Like, they want you to know what they're doing. Yeah. They want it to be obvious. And she did it in a very subtle way. Mm-hmm. Like, like you still get the technological blend with, um, you know, like, actual handheld instruments, like the sax. Like, it, it's, it's blended very well. Mm-hmm. I think. Like, the the modern and and the uh let's call the 80s ancient let's do that <laughs> gosh you, yeah don't tell that to <laughs> my mom my dad yeah. anyone yeah. <laughs> anyone the 80s was a long time ago <laughs> we're all dying uh, <laughs> but no i i really liked it. and i know thing too is that she didn't let up like she goes from run away with me to emotion and emotion is another heavy hitter i love emotion so much but Mm -hmm. i I have one gripe about that song and that it doesn't it it's too short like i want that i want the beat to just ride at the end of it like emotion sort of just stops but I kind of want it to like ride and fade out at the end. Because <laughs> the beat is just so infectious and so good. It just feels like a good 80s, like a good fun 80s song. I can almost picture like a Madonna or Cindy like, Lauper. Yeah, Cindy Lauper getting on this track and just it's so fun you don't want it to end no it's like holiday (laughs) you just want it to keep going that's true (laughs) and then she goes into i really like you which you know what i i really 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 like it yeah it's a cute song and it had a cute music video with tom hanks yes yeah oh my god (laughs) i forgot the song (laughs) i'm sorry good music video and i forgot all about it until you just said oh i'm happy now i'm just thinking about it's so cute (laughs) it was it's a simple concept and it was executed brilliantly yeah she's got she's got a good thing going when it comes to her music videos i think um and you know what it's almost like a callback to call me maybe but a Mm -hmm. better call me maybe yeah, it's like an elevated dumb name. Yeah. I think that's when I was like, yeah, it's okay to admit that I like Carly Rae Jepsen now. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Actually, though. I made my piece. Um, I don't know. There's something to be said for, for positive pop music. Like, you can be that asshole all you want saying... It's all just generated. It's all manufactured happiness in a bottle of three minutes, and none of it is authentic. And and you're a you're a stupid face for for buying into this. And I say, I say poo on that, sir. Poo poo, because I genuinely get happier when I listen to this album. Like, I, my emotions are not falsely raised. I genuinely feel better about my life when I listen to this album. She has a very good way of, like, lifting spirits, and I think that's admirable. So, who on you, sir? Whoever those naysayers are, because I know they're out there. Honestly, I feel like every single one of these songs is good, and I could talk about all of them. Like, Give Me Love is so yeah. cool. Um, I love Boy Problems. Oh my gosh. So Boy, boy. Problems. <laughs> I here so I listen to Boy Problems a lot and I'm so thankful for this song cuz it came out um I mean it came out a little bit before this, but I remember I went back to it and listened to it a lot around the time when I had stopped dating somebody. Okay. And every time I listen to it, 
I just think about you and how <laughs> I, I'd be like, oh god, I really just need to. <laughs> well, I just it was it was it was at a time post dating this guy, and oh. I remember there was a point like sort of immediately after where I talked about it way too much. Or I felt like I was talking about it way too much. And so I'd listen to this song and be like, you know, fuck, fuck it all. Like, (laughs) my friend, my friends are more important and I'm being a (laughs) dick. So it it was like a positive, like, oh, yeah, you know what? Guys suck. Forget them. Yep. <laughs> and I love that song for that reason. It's just a reminder of like, hey, you know what? Your friends are the ones that are going to stick by you even when you can't stop talking about an idiot. <laughs> <laughs> and really. that's a great reminder. Remember. Yeah. Your friends are there to indulge you when you just can't shut up (laughs) about BS boy problems. Thank you for coming to my TED Talk. talk i want to lump in our discussion because it's technically still emotion right uh Mm. the b-sides that she released a year later for Mm. emotion Mm. i love it if we if we're going off the side b plus version where she i'm sorry cut to the feeling cut to the feeling was the best song i heard in 2016 that was a really good song it was so good and and um she what I liked about it because I ended up reading some article where like she because she dropped it herself on like SoundCloud mm-hmm. or at least I think she did I think that's how it went um because it was for some movie she wrote it for a movie that she was in uh what I liked about it is that when she wrote the song she didn't have any specific thing in mind like she wrote it before she was in this animated movie but she wrote it because she had this sense of theatricality to her and she wanted to express it. And I guess she does that a lot where she writes these these very theatrical over-the-top numbers but reserves them for when she thinks the time is right. And I, I love that. <laughs> I think that's a great philosophy. And honestly, cuts the feeling. Magical. My life has never been the same since. The sunshine burst in. My acne cleared. Depression gone. The tidal waves subdued. I don't know. It was a good. It was, it's a good song. Mm-hmm. Makes me want to dance. Yeah, it's so good. I like the way her voice lifts as she mm-hmm. goes into the chorus. It's just like it's just like a chorus of angels. They're like, <laughs> oh, we're sorry. She went cutting through the clouds. Yeah, the angels. Yes. Yes. Yeah. Exactly. Making the most of the night. It's a good one. It's a great one. There's so much urgency in that song. Ooh. It's so great. It really is. You just listen to it, and it it makes you just like, it makes you want to just grab somebody and just be like, you, me, let's do this. Her whole album makes you want to do that, which is admirable. Mm-hmm. Really, though. Um, oh, yeah. Except for, okay, I'll admit it. Roses made me sad. <laughs> Roses is really good, and I like that, but it, it makes me very sad. 
Oh, is that all the B side? I haven't listened yes. to all the B sides. I'm sorry. I'm sorry. <laughs> I just really, I really like that song. That's um, "Roses" is what made me listen to the whole B side. So, mm. I appreciate it. Um, but it is very sad. I think it's the saddest one I've heard her do. L.A. hallucinations. A bop. Oh my gosh, I love the bridge. I love the bridge on that song. Mm. Where it's like. Uh, what does she say? It's like BuzzFeed buzzards and TNT yes. crows. Yeah. <laughs> it that took me is... a minute because I was like, did she say BuzzFeed? Yeah. Uh, <laughs> I I did the same thing too. I was like, wait, what? BuzzFeed? And I, I listened to it and I was like, oh my god, that's such a good line. <laughs> I, I love also it. capturing how we feel about BuzzFeed. Yeah, capturing how the world feels. Uh, yeah. There goes our chance of ever making it on a podcast that you want to listen to in 2018, Listicle. All right, well, I'll live. Oh, well. Your Type is such a good song. It is. It, I feel like it appeals to every, like, teenage girl who's ever had a crush. <laughs> Probably, yeah. You know? Like, because yeah. that's, like, the instant time that I was like brought back to when I listened to that song. I was just like, oh man, 16 year old me. It's the worst. (laughs) A little bit. But it all it all goes away one day, kind of. Not really. But No it doesn't. (laughs) No it doesn't. Welcome to the real world kids. Um but no it it it's such a good song. I really like the music video for that song too. Um, I think she's, like, in, like, a karaoke bar or something, and there's a lot of neon lights, and it's just, it's so, that music video just sums up the entire aesthetic of this album, and I appreciate it. True. Um, it's, like, it's dark, but still fun, um, and bright and vibrant, and I appreciate it, and... Yeah, your type is a really good song. I didn't just come here to dance. Mm-hmm. That song is a song that I listen to at three o'clock in the morning when I'm dancing in my kitchen and have been up for entirely too many hours. Oh boy. It's so good. It's so simple and like mm-hmm. it, like it's just a dance song, but it it's, it's a, I mean it's a good dance song. It's a good dance song, and it's also, like, I I really, I really wish I could hear that song. I wish I liked clubs so that I could hear that song in a club, because that would they be don't fun. Play that kind of, they don't play that kind of song in clubs, though. Yeah. It sucks. It would be a great, should. it would be a great song to hear in a club, because that's what it was made for. Mm-hmm. She's like, I didn't just come here to dance, if you know what I mean. If you know what I mean. No. <laughs> She's talking I also... about sex, kids. Oh, oh, oh. <laughs> oh. Speaking of sex, um, I really liked Warm Blood. <laughs> hmm. Yeah. That's that's a that's a jam. Um, it's a sex jam. Yeah, it is. Uh, it's it's good. I like the fact that like she didn't originally set out to call it warm blood. She was she sang warm love, and I guess because <laughs> she got um she got it co-written and produced by Rostam Batmanglish, uh, the former oh, yeah, the multi-instrumentalist from... vampire. Weekend, uh, yeah, yeah, vampire yeah. And I guess she's saying that line to him, and he was like, oh, warm blood? That's awesome. <laughs> and she's like, yeah. Yeah, yeah. I love that. But um, it's it, it feels a lot better, um, in my opinion, as warm blood. Um, there's something yeah. very intriguing about that idea. Like, you know, you feel the fact that your own blood is hot, and that the, the person you were being intimate with is all, like, it's, it's. It's really sexy. It's sexy, but like the, the heat of passion, the heat of being intimate with somebody, the the heat of everything. Like 
he just has been synonymous with this activity since forever. And it's really mm-hmm. cool. Like Warm Blood is a great song and it's very racy. It is very racy, but it's also very well done. Yeah, it's tastefully racy. Yeah. It's not like not not to shade Ariana Grande, but it's not as obvious as being like, I've been dicked so hard I can't walk straight. <laughs> I've been here all night. <laughs> it's like, girl, okay. Right. Uh, my favorite thing is that there were people out there on this planet who didn't realize that that's what that meant. I was like, it's very obvious. She, she she's literally <laughs> she can't walk. Yeah. What? You mean they weren't just doing aerobics? <laughs> no. That's how I feel after yoga on Wednesday. Okay, Carol. <laughs> but no, I don't want to shade anybody because that's a that that that's also a really good song. But but um yes, <laughs> like I I I respect the fact that this is done. It's racy, but it's also tasteful. Where it's not super obvious that hey, this is about sex, but it's definitely about sex. It's like. You can listen to it and um, not go the sexual route, but then you can also listen to it and be like, oh my god. Yeah. This is very, very yes. sexual. Especially because, like, the, um, the, like, bridge, or I guess the end of it, when yes, it gets kind of like, when she kind of, like, whispers sings a little bit. It's, it's very breathy. And yeah. she's just like, I can't control it. It it feels very um uh animalistic. Yeah. It, Primal. It, it reminds me of, you know, the kind of feeling one may get when things happen. What kind of things? Uh what kind of things, Mom? <laughs> Go to bed. <laughs> It's time for bed. But I want to (laughs) know! No, but I have a lot of respect for Carly Rae Jepsen now, um, especially since this album came out, especially since I've had time to digest it. Um, Also, do you remember that really weird time where it was kind of like a a musician's meme to remix Run Away With Me and like everybody was doing it? No. No? Patrick Stump put out a remix. It was really good. That's so it's really good. And you can actually hear his vocals towards the end of it. A little bit. I was like, of course you could. But (laughs) it was it's it was really good. There were a lot of really good remixes that came out for uh, Run Away With Me. I remember like she was staging having them released. I think there were like seven. Hmm. Um they were all good. I think his was the best. I'm biased. I admit that. You you are very biased. I'm extremely biased. (laughs) it's fine it's fine but yeah honestly emotion and the b-sides all of it it, excellent 10 out of 10 so top 5 Carly Rae Jepsen song I'm gonna have to say boy problems Mm -hmm. emotion excellent choice um let's get lost Mm-hmm. That's so cute. When I needed you, excellent choice. This is hard. There are you have one more. I know, and there are like at least three songs <laughs> that I, that I want to say. Say what you need to say. Shut up. Um, <laughs> uh, you know. I think I'm gonna have to give it to I Didn't Just Come Here to Dance. Nice! Okay. It's just because it's so fun. You know, I like having a good time. Mm-hmm. But, but this is hard. I, I do have to genuinely say that I really love all of these songs. Like, yeah. I can't think of a single song on this, on emotion that I didn't 
thoroughly enjoy. Sure. And and that's so, rare. Yeah. Mm-hmm. That's that's rare where I can like an entire album. Yeah, it's solid from start to finish. So. Yeah. Good for you. Way Carly. to go, Carly Ray. All mm. right. How about you? Top Ooh, five. Top five. Let's see. Hmm. Cuts of the feeling. Yeah. It was just such a pop. Um. Run away with me purely for that sax intro. Yeah, it's so good. It's so good. So good. Oh, warm blood. Mm, yes. Um, roses. It's so good. And you know what? You know what? I'm gonna have to give it to Call Me Maybe. Hey. Hey. <laughs> it's a bop. I'm old enough to admit it. It's a bop. And and that really she is. is. She has come full circle. She has. And and with that. I think we've I think we've wrapped up our our talk on Carly Rae Jepsen. Yeah, if you had told me five years ago that I was going to love Carly Rae Jepsen as much as I do, I mm-hmm. I would have been surprised. Not not even, and it's not even that I was like a hater of Carly Rae Jepsen at all. I mm-hmm. just. I didn't really have like a super strong opinion of her. I just she had that song and I was like, alright, good for her. Mm-hmm. But then emotion came out and it was from the very instant that I heard that album, I was just like, I have to hand it to her because it's just so great. Like it's just a really great album. Mm-hmm. It was one of my favorites from that year. So, no, truly. Mm-hmm. So I already made my apology, so that apology stands. Uh, <laughs> and uh, honestly, congratulations, excellent album. I can't wait to see what you do in the future. And a uh, shout out for mm-hmm. that Fuller House cover. <laughs> everywhere you look, everywhere you know that one. There's a heart. I don't know the words. A beautiful. <laughs> I think it's time to move on to everyone's favorite segment. Woo! Up and comers. So what what have you been listening to today? So the artist that I'm talking about for up and comers is No Rome. Hmm. He admittedly doesn't really need any promotion from little old me. Um, as he is signed to Dirty Hit Records, which is um, they're pretty big. the 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 label that the nineteen seventy five is on, so he's he's got a big machine behind him already. But I just couldn't not talk about him after he released his song "Narcissist" mm. that features the nineteen seventy five on it. Um, and I mean, Maddie Healy and George Daniel from the 1975, um, do a lot of production for him or have, I think, I think they've done production on a few of his songs now and they work very closely together. And so when Narcissist, when I heard about Narcissist and the song and that they were doing a collaboration, I was intrigued because i had heard do it again which is another one of no rome songs and it was the first no rome song that i heard because maddie tweeted about it and Mm -hmm. i saw it and i was like well if maddie likes it it's probably good Mm because i mean he has good taste um so i listened to it and i loved it so I was excited about Narcissist, and then I heard it, and oh my god, I just, I just, it's like Maddie and No Rome just want, and George, they, they just want me to just dance forever. They do. Like It's not a conspiracy, it, they do. 
it's just it's such it's such a vibe of a song you it you just it locks into a groove instantly it's one of those songs that just it doesn't need doesn't have a build-up you don't have to like wait for it to get good it just starts good stays good ends good and oh my god i want it makes me want to strut down a runway nice it makes me want to twerk and i have nothing to twerk (laughs) it (laughs) it makes me want to do all kinds of just fun dance moves and I love it so much. It's such a good song. No Room is really great. Maddie Healy and George um, have done a lot of great work on production. Mm-hmm. It's just incredible. And if you haven't heard those two, if you haven't heard those two songs, do it again. And Narcissist, definitely check him out and check out the rest of his stuff. It's really good. And yeah, I've just been blasting those songs nonstop, and in between that and the 1975's newest song two time two time two time i'm like just emotionally distraught <laughs> over all of it yeah you're pretty sad <laughs> yeah i'm just i'm so hyped for um this new album cycle for the 1975 because i'm hoping it leads to a tour and if he brings no Rome out on tour Nice. Like it's a wrap. Like I'm, I'm just gonna be so hyped. Just gonna see me at the no row set, losing my mind. Mm. And if Maddie and him do Narcissus live, I'm gonna lose it. <laughs> so just this is my plea now. Please, no row. Go on tour with the 1975 in America so that I can see you guys do narcissist live it's all i want in this life hell yeah all right um but yeah so if you want to check out more about no rome you can follow him on twitter his twitter handle is no underscore rome so follow him there give his stuff a listen let him know rhapsody and reverie sent you um also, you can also tweet at Maddie and tell him that you liked it too, because he's, you know, he did production on it, so he's also has a hand in it, and he's on that one song, um, Narcissist. Mm-hmm. So yeah, give him a listen, and that's my up and comer for the week. Uh, why don't we pass it off to you, Katarina? Who have you been grooving to? Well, this week, I got a lovely recommendation from my very good friend, Kea, uh, a punk band called Autumn Kings. They're very good. They're very, very good. They just put out um, a new song called Aliens. And that was the first thing I heard. Like, this is the, that was the first thing she sent me. And immediately I was like, oh, this is a bop. (laughs) This rocks. This is good. My blood was pumping. I was like, I want to see these guys live. Who are these guys? And her, you know, she was like, well, I know you're always on the lookout for new music. So, you know, check them out. Um, My favorite thing about them is that they've done a cover of Live in La Vida Loca. Instant win. I know. Like, like as soon as I saw that, I was like, "Is it? Is it that living La Vida Loca, or did they write their own song?" And it was like, nope. It's just, it's just a banging punk cover of Living La Vida Loca. It's all we ever Which, wanted in this life, right? Really, that's that's all we ever wanted. Um, they have an album out called Silver Screens. You should check out. Um, Living La Vida Loca's on that, so go listen to that. <laughs> and and you know what it's it's really such a genuine pleasure of mine to 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 find new punk bands that actually sound good and don't just sound like they're recycled old punk bands so it's really nice autumn kings is a breath of fresh air for me um if you want to follow them on twitter 
Uh, you can find them at Autumn Kings Band. You can also find them on Facebook and Instagram. Um, and honestly, I'd start with Aliens and that Live and La Vida Loca cover because it is sweet. I, I was just like, my entire time I, I'm listening to that song, I'm going, how, how do uh, Puss in Boots and Donkey sing along to this in Shrek? <laughs> That's what I kept thinking about. So Live and La Vida Loca is... The Shrek 2 song now. <laughs> Forever and always. Forever. <laughs> but yeah, that's who I've been listening to this week. Uh, give them a listen. Give them a follow. A follow. Pardon me. Uh, give them a shout out. Tell them Rhapsody and Reverie sent you. And, you know, support yeah. your local punk band. <laughs> Yay. Yay. All right. Well, All right. we did it. We did so, it. Thank you so much you. for tuning in this week and listening to our yeah. Harley Rae Jepsen episode. Yeah. We love you guys. We love um, you. Be sure to follow us on Facebook, Twitter, and Instagram. We mm-hmm. are at Rhapsody and Reverie Podcast on Facebook and Rhapsody Podcast on Twitter and Instagram. So you can like and follow and do all that good stuff on those places. Be sure to subscribe to us on iTunes or Spotify or Google Play or Google Podcasts or Stitcher or Podbean or a bunch of other sites that I don't even know about. And please, please leave us a review if you've liked it. Um... I don't know, if you want to hear more of us do a certain thing, tell us. We want to know. Yes, give us feedback. We love we feedback. Like feedback. Also, um, please uh, please join our Facebook group, Rhapsody Fam. Um, you can get exclusive content and announcements before everybody else does on the other social handles. Um, we are a little less formal on the Facebook group. We're you know, we, we recommend songs to each other. We try to share new music. Um, we try we try to spread the dank memes where we can. But you know what? The fact that I just said dank memes on this podcast means I'm not exactly the hippest person. So please send me memes so I can be more hip like you, <laughs> dear listener. <laughs> yes. Yes. And you can, yes. you get to watch um, me freak out over music all the time. And that's always fun. Yeah. And um, you get to watch Katarina do the same. And yeah. And, get... and generally have a good time in the process. Yeah. yeah. Um, so, yeah. Also, also, please follow us on our Tumblr, uh, rhapsody-in-reverie.tumblr.com. Uh, why do we have a Tumblr? Because we can. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, and we post uh we post some of our album reviews on there as well. We have special announcements. We try to share things. Uh, give us a follow. We want we want new blog things to to follow, and we post little mini short form uh articles like um I don't know what we feel like we're listening to, like the tracks on tap series, um. Mm-hmm. You know, it's just just small stuff, really. The Tumblr is more small fry articles than the than the big hard hitting stuff. But give us a follow anyway. Uh, tell us hello. Mm-hmm. Tumblr is a scary place. We need friends. <laughs> <laughs> yes. Also, um, as always, be sure to check our website for any announcements that we have. We um, tend to do announcements there, so whenever new stuff happens you'll hear about it there as well Mm -hmm. and yeah uh other than that we have a great episode coming up for you next week that's a a little different it's a little different there will be no hint this week sorry hint master is still on vacation and really his services were not required uh for next week's episode as you'll see um, but a hint is not really possible next I mean, for next week. Not really. Not really. It'd be dumb. Okay. It'd be really It'd be dumb. a little dumb. 
I, so, I don't think you would understand. Yeah, we're 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 changing things up a little bit. We're we're keeping things spicy for you because yeah, otherwise, how will we keep your toes? How will we keep our relationship hot and heavy if if we if we keep it vanilla? The answer is we can't. We have to take <laughs> things to the next level. Exactly. So there will be no hint. My apologies to King Sebastian. Um, you still hold your crown. You still hold your crown, though, sir. Um, but we will see you next week with a with an episode that shake th- shakes things up a little bit. Um, so we'll we'll see how you guys like that. Um, and I guess I guess that wraps it up. Yeah. Right. Yeah. So so until next time. Um, make the most of the night. Let's get lost in LA hallucinations together. Cuts of the feeling. Yeah. Cry. And, and, and look, <laughs> look, look. Um, I know I just met you. Mm-hmm. And, and this is crazy. Mm-hmm. But... You know, here's my number. <laughs> so. Don't say it. Can you give it to your friend? Uh... <laughs> <laughs> oh my god. Swerved. I was, oof. I heard a little bit. But seriously, call me maybe. Oh god. <sighs> uh... Goodbye. <laughs>